Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NASHFM1061.com and ericasher.com. And what that guy said, the truth will set you free. And Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and our podcast is everywhere. Uh, anchors our home base, but on all podcasting platforms. All right, folks, uh, let's jump into it. Breaking news today, Sean Payton has landed. And uh, if you're like me, you're not going to be impressed by the haul, and I do that with air quotes, uh, that Loomis got for Sean Payton. I wouldn't call it a haul at all. By the way, let me let me set the guest list for you. Will Guillory will join us live from Denver today uh, at 435. Pels, again, on an eight-game losing streak, taking on the number one seed in the West. The Pels have dropped to eighth. Uh, that'll happen at 435. Will Guillory of the Athletic will join us for a few minutes. And then we'll go to Mobile for the Senior Bowl. Matty Hudak, uh, Tulane sideline reporter, also a reporter for Saints Wire, will join us at 515 to give us her take on the Payton situation and also, again, some of the things she's seeing at the Senior Bowl. But the big story today is Sean Payton, uh, again, uh, the Denver Broncos now have the rights to be able to negotiate a deal with Sean Payton. Um, It is expected now because D'Amico Ryans turned down the Denver Broncos that Payton will become the next coach of the Broncos. Uh, And here's the deal as it stands now. New Orleans will get uh, Denver's 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 second-round pick, and will send Denver New Orleans' 2024 third-round pick. Let me repeat that for you guys so you don't if you, if you almost drove, drove off the road. The Saints will get this year's 2023 Denver first-round pick, which is the 29th overall, a 2024 second-round pick, and they, have to, they had to throw the sweetener in there. They had to send Denver a 2024 third-round pick. Let me just say this. If this is maximizing the value for the best coach on the market in years, then I'm 180 pounds. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I haven't been 180 pounds since 1990, okay? I mean, Loomis gets fleeced again. Uh, This is a late first-round pick, 29th overall. So really, in essence, with the exception of the five years that you get on on the contract with with that extra year, okay, uh, that bonus year for a first-round pick, this is a high second-round pick. Then they get a second-round pick in 2024. We don't know where that's going to be, okay? Denver could turn into a really good team under, under Peyton, and that could be a late second-round pick. Could be an early second-round pick. We have no idea. But then, once again, Loomis, I mean, he must work for Sweet and Low or something because he's constantly sending the sweeteners and deals. You know, the old adage is, again, if you've got to send the sweetener to make a deal work, you lose the deal. You lose the deal. He sends a 2024 third-round pick back to Denver, not the haul that we expected for Peyton, uh, which were, again, two first-round picks. Maybe unrealistic, but, again, it depends on where those picks were going to be. Maybe two high first-round picks were unrealistic, but in essence, the Saints settled for two second-round picks and then gave Denver a third-round pick. When you talk about a low first rounder at twenty at, at twenty nine, a second round pick that you would have thought would, would probably have been again uh, another first round pick, so or at least the Saints picking up additional third round selections, but not sending again a third rounder back to Denver. I mean, if they were unwilling to give up multiple first round picks, then maybe again multiple second round picks and third round picks would have sufficed, but it didn't happen. Now this Peyton trade was supposed to be again the makeup for the mistakes that that Loomis has made since Peyton left. Sadly, it's not. 
This is not to mean the panacea that's going to help this team overall. Again, especially if given the 10th overall pick. Well, think about it again. I said it yesterday. He's been abysmal as a general manager. I pointed out yesterday. Losing Ryan Nielsen, huge loss for this team. And, and then losing him again to uh, be the defensive coordinator for the Falcons. For the Falcons of all, of all teams. You know, instead of elevating, protecting Nielsen like Peyton did, Lewis lets him walk to a division rival, uh, the, the, the Falcons. Um, you know, here's the next shoe that I'm worried about dropping, okay? And I'll get to that in a minute. But, again, remember, I want, I want to go back to last year's uh, Alave deal. Uh, 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick, which ended up being the 10th overall. I mean, this is what they gave up for Alave. And they couldn't, get, they couldn't even get two first-round picks back for Sean Payton. Um, they, have a, they gave up a 2024 second-round pick, uh, two 2023 third-round picks, a 2022 fourth-round pick for the 16th and 19th picks in the 2022 draft. Now think about what they gave up to get Alave and Penny, okay? All the draft capital they gave up. And the best they could do, the best Loomis could do is get a high first round, I'm sorry, a low first round pick at 29, a low first round pick at 29, a second round pick at 2024, and then the Saints have to send a 2024 third round pick back to Denver. Amazing. The overpaying for the, for the Penning trade, uh, the Alave Penning trade with Philadelphia, especially now that with the Saints having the 10th overall pick in this year's draft, which, again, I said before, you're giving up that draft capital last year for a quarterback, not a wide receiver and, and, and a tackle. And Alave's a nice player, but he ain't Jerry Rice. Now you're in a situation where you could have had your 10th overall pick after a down year and maybe be drafting your quarterback this year. No, instead, you give Peyton away for a low first-round pick, 29th overall. Got fleeced by Philly when the C.J. Gardner uh, trade. I've talked about it before. A fifth-round pick, the worst of Philly's sixth-round picks this year. Saints sent the seventh-round sweeting to Philly. Again, once again, losing that deal. Oh, by the way, he's worth a, a second-round pick. You can't tell me Gardner Johnson's not worth a second-round pick. And if he would have stayed with the Saints this year and left it for free agency, they would at least got a third-round pick for him in compensatory picks. Lose that deal again. I talked about Latavius Murray yesterday. A procedural mistake within, within the organization. Not to protect him coming off the practice squad. They needed a big back all season long. They didn't have one. He, again, he went on to Denver and had a de- decent year. One mistake after another. And now this one. Compounds it all. Compounds it all. No, I'm not happy about, about, about the Hall for Peyton. Again, if you're playing poker, you cannot be in a situation where you get too antsy and you're just going to jump because, again, you're, you're because you don't have a first-round pick this year. I would have held out to next year. If Peyton doesn't like it, tough. See, I said all along, it doesn't matter Peyton's relationship with the, with, with the club or Peyton's relationship with Loomis. At the end of the day, it's the fiduciary duty of Loomis to get the maximum value for Peyton, who, again, is a, is a uh, Super Bowl winning coach and was the best coach on the market and was the best coach on the market. I mean, you go back in time, okay, 1970. Um, a first-round pick was, given to Bal- was sent to Baltimore for the Miami Dolphins for Shula. Parcells, again, uh, a first, a second, a third, and a fourth-round pick to the Patriots from the Jets uh, for, for him. Holmgren, again, well, again, there was a, a, when you look at that, uh, he was a second-round pick that, that was, uh, was traded to the Packers when he went to the Seahawks. Belichick, first, fourth, and fifth-round picks uh, from, the, from, the, from the Jets uh, when, 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 uh, uh, to the Jets from, from the Patriots. Uh, and, of course, the Gruden deal, which we all looked at as, as again, what Peyton um, uh, should be 
getting in terms of, of compensation, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, $8 million in cash. Well, that's the one we wanted, the Gruden deal, right? But you look at just the history there, for at least the modern history, multiple picks, first, second, third-round, fourth-round picks. The Saints get a low first-round pick. Who knows where the 2024 second-round pick will be? And, oh, by the way, in 2024, you're getting that second-round pick, and you're giving up your third. Imagine if, again, Denver's winning next year, and then they get a they get they, their second-round pick is at 29. The Saints continue to lose, and their third-round pick is at the, high, at the top of the third-round pick, at the top of the third round. I mean, this makes, this makes no sense at all. I'm holding out if I'm Loomis. I'm saying no way. Next year it could be both Los Angeles clubs. Dallas will be salivating for, 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 uh, for Peyton. And, oh, yeah, maybe the Chicago Bears. And, I, and you know what? I'll take my lumps next year if I've got to take my lumps. But I'm not going to give him away. And that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. You want to talk desperation mode, again, put it on a billboard, and, that, and that's Loomis's face, desperation. I mean, amazing to me. I mean, if the first-round pick was a high first-round pick, we probably wouldn't be as upset about the situation right now. But it's a low first-round pick. It's a 20. It's a 29. It's a 29, which, again, is a glorified high second-round pick. The only difference is you get the extra year, the fifth year for, for the, uh, the, the first-rounder. Uh, amazing. Just absolutely amazing. I mean, when I go back and I look at, the, at again, the, the draft capital team gave up to both Philadelphia and Washington last year for Penning and Alave, and this is the most you can muster up for, for Sean Payton, it's embarrassing. It's emba- He's an embarrassment. He really is. And that's why I told you, I've been telling you folks for a while now, prepare yourself for mediocrity. Prepare, prepare yourself for mediocrity. This guy can't get out of his own way as a general manager. I told you before, he is under 500 as a general manager. Well, again, when you take Payton out of, out of the equation, you look at his drafts pre-Payton, they, they were horrible, absolutely horrible. And, of course, you know, again, we'll see what's going to happen with this past draft where, again, he gave up all that draft capital for basically two players. And then, of course, what's going to happen going forward. This team is cash-strapped, even with the $16 million added to the upcoming salary cap for next year. $57 million over the cap. Now, they'll get out of it because one thing he can do is finagle the cap. Well, this is, again, this is, this is getting fleeced once again. I mean, literally, when general managers are getting together, they must be laughing at Loomis right now to say, again, how easy, again, he's being fleeced uh, in every deal he's involved in. This is not one way you can, you can be proud as a Saints fan, okay, uh, and say, wow, man, our general manager's really good, okay, okay. He's like the guy up in Philadelphia. He's getting the max. Oh, by the way, the guy in Philadelphia, again, he owns Loomis. He absolutely owns Loomis. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. <laughs> I mean, you know, God, they gave him away. They literally gave And then they threw the sweetener in there with a the seven-rounder. And, of course, today, which is, which is pathetic. Look, I've been saying it a lot now, and I've been saying it for a long time. A lot of people jumping on the bandwagon, okay? He didn't protect uh, Nielsen. He did not. And Nielsen is one of the up-and-coming coaches in the NFL, uh, a great defensive line coach, and, and could be, again, before it's all said, said and done, a very good defensive coordinator. But we know he's, again, one of the best defensive line coaches in the NFL. It was Loomis's fiduciary duty, once again, to protect the best and brightest on his coaching staff in front office. He didn't. Now he lost a young assistant to a division rival, adding salt to that, he losing to the Falcons of all places. Peyton will be poaching the Saints' best and brightest. 
because it doesn't appear that Loomis has protected them. I have not heard that Jeff Island's been elevated. I have not heard that Kai Hawley's been elevated. I've not heard that Michael Parrington's been elevated. I've not heard, again, that, that, that Hodges, the linebacker coach, has been elevated. I've not heard about any of, again, the young and up-and-coming coaches that you know you want to hold on to on this staff that have been elevated in some form or fashion to protect them from Sean Payton coming in and poaching them. And this is a train wreck. So if you're one of those coaches, if you're one of those individuals right now in the, in the front office, why would you want to get the hell out of here? Especially, again, knowing what Sean Payton has been able to do in turning around franchises. Just absolutely amazing to me. And, and frustrating, i got to be honest with you. This was the deal that, again, was supposed to help the Saints turn things around. And now you're looking, again, 20, 29th in the uh, pick in the first round, next year's, 20, next year's second round in 2024, and then you're giving up your third rounder, sending it back to Denver. And as I just mentioned, depending on how good Denver is next year and how bad the Saints will be next year, those picks will be very, very close. That 2024 second round pick that you're receiving and that third round pick that you're sending to Denver. It's a far cry from what, again, a lot of us uh, had envisioned. And then I'll hear, I know I'm going to hear some of the naysayers out there say, well, you were were expecting too much. No, I was expecting Loomis to do his damn job. And that means, again, playing poker and holding out for another season, well, damn, you're doing it. And, and that means that, that Peyton is upset. Well, you know what? Peyton picked up and walked. He walked with three years left on his deal. He's got no say-so in this one way or the other. At the end of the day, Peyton's looking out for Peyton. That's it. He's looking out for Sean Peyton and Sean. He's looking out for the Saints. I've said this since day one. No way Sean Peyton wants to go to a club where he's given up multiple first-round picks that he doesn't have in, in, his, in, his, uh, in his war chest to be able to utilize to upgrade his own team. And the Saints fell right into that trap. Right into that trap. There was no sense of urgency here to get this done. So you don't have a first-round pick this year. Big deal. You don't have a first-round pick. It is what it is. But it's better, again, not have a first-round pick than make a bad deal. And this is a bad deal for the Saints. I would have held out until next year. And if I take my lumps next year, then I'm taking my lumps next year. But Again, there was no sense of urgency to get this done. And, of course, the reports are they didn't want Peyton. They wanted D'Amico Ryan's. That's who they wanted. So Peyton's their fallback guy. Now I'm wondering what the salary Peyton's going to demand. Does he get $20 million a year? Because I don't think a fallback guy gets $20 million a year. That's just me. So we'll see. We'll see again how that plays out. But that's neither here nor there because I could care less what Peyton gets from this point forward. The only thing I was worried about was compensation the New Orleans Saints were going to get. And they got fleeced again. I mean, how can Dennis Lauscher, and Mrs. Benson, not see this for what it is when you look at the history of Mickey Loomis. Look, it's good to have a confidant. It's good to have someone that's loyal. And, yes, he was loyal to, to Mr. Benson. He had the Powerball. This was a dude who was a pencil pusher in Seattle, okay? That's what he did. He was a glorified accountant. He comes here under Randy Mueller. Mueller puts him in place. All of a sudden, again, because of the situation with the Saints in San Antonio, when, again, Arnie Filco stood up for the, New Orleans, the city of New Orleans and the fans of the New Orleans Saints and said, no, I'm not going to stay quiet while you try to move this team to San Antonio. Meanwhile, native New Orleanians and, yes, Mickey Loomis standing again, yes, sir, Mr. Benson, we are with you. Texas team, no problem. And from that point on, became an employee for life. Now, look, I give him credit. Uh, everybody hits the Powerball. Everybody, again, can, every blind squirrel finds a nut. And... Whether he found Sean Payton or this was a situation where, again, the NFL gave him a list of names and, and ultimately, again, someone um, 
counseled him on it. Sean Payton, an unknown coach. I've said it before. What was his claim to fame? Getting the play calling taken away from him. That was his, that's the only thing I knew about Sean Payton coming in here. As a matter of fact, when he, when he came here, I was like, what? Who? But Sean Payton came in and he turned this thing around. Turned this, again, franchise that was forever losing. 500 was the bar that, again, that we set for, for again, a success in this town when it came to the professional football. Turned them into winners, into Super Bowl champions, into, again, perennial winners. And he didn't do it by himself. Again, they pulled another rabbit out of the hat in terms of, again, um, Saban turning down the possibility of bringing on Breeze because, again, of his shoulder. His shoulder healed. He becomes the first ballot Hall of Famer in the rest of his history between Peyton and Breeze, the greatest era in Saints history. Loomis can piggyback on that because, yes, he did bring um, uh, Peyton on board. But from that point on, Peyton, especially after Peyton won the first end, won, won, won the um, – uh, was in the NFC Championship in, in his first year. He, he called the shots. He called. Uh, he took of everything, and I've said it before. Peyton had his hands in everything in that organization and turned that organization completely around. Loomis was a bystander who took, who took the uh, again, the credit in a lot of cases. So now he stands alone once again, like he did when Randy Mueller was fired by, by Tom Benson, and he became the general manager then. And we see the abysmal. Go back and look at the abysmal drafts. I'm not making this up. Go look at the drafts that, again, pre-Payton, the three or four drafts before Payton that he was involved in. Look at the Saints' record during that time. Barely over 500 or just or, or, or right there. And then, of course, honestly, this is a, this is a situation where when you, when you look at where, where, this, where this team is, what was necessary, what was needed, there was no reason to panic. If you have a bad season next year, you have a bad season. It is what it is. That die has been cast years ago because of the salary cap. And we knew there would be some down years eventually. We just didn't expect Peyton to be elsewhere when the down years were happening. And I surely don't have faith in Dennis Allen turning this thing around. Are you kidding me? Doubling down on Allen at the end of the season? I mean, just one mistake after another. Uh, again, if you're a New Orleans Saints season ticket holder like myself, if you're a New Orleans Saints fan, prepare yourself for mediocrity because that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. So uh, I don't know how anybody in, in this town could be happy with, again, the quote-unquote compensation that the Saints got for Sean Payton. The, first, the, the, the 29th overall pick in the first round this year Next year's Denver's 2024 second-round pick. And then again, the Saints sending the sweetener deal of a third-round pick in 2024 to Denver for Sean Payton. Again, I would have held out for another year before, the, before I would have taken less than either multiple first-rounders or if not, again, a high first-rounder and then multiple second- and third-rounders. I mean, again, I would have been satisfied with, again, a lot of second- and third-round picks, much like we saw, with, again, with the, what I just read on what coaches have received, on what, what coaches, uh, the compensation for coaches that have been traded. Yes, we wanted two number one picks. Yes, you wanted two second round picks. That's where the bidding started. But how did you get to late first round pick, 24, 24 second round pick, and giving up a 24 third round pick back to Denver? Absolutely pathetic. But I should have expected more. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't have expected more because I know the tail of the tape with Mickey Loomis. Loomis may be able to fool, again, people around the country, but he ain't fooling me. 
And if you've been around and paying attention, he ain't fooling you either. No, folks, prepare, prepare yourself for mediocrity because this dude's going to get beat on every single deal, every single deal. Yeah, he can manipulate a cap. You can teach anybody to manipulate a cap. But can you, again, can you build a football team? Do you have the ability to be able to make the deals that, again, that you come out on the plus side? And then, all, and then again, you know, what happens ultimately if Peyton comes in and starts, and starts uh, poaching uh, your area scouts and starts poaching, again, your, your, um, your front office personnel? What are you doing when it comes to the draft? The Senior Bowls this week, they're preparing for the draft. Let me ask you something. In that draft room, do you really feel comfortable with Loomis making the final call? I certainly do not. And this is one more example of, again, why Loomis – should, should kick himself up in, in terms of the organization um, above basketball and football operations and, and leave the football and the basketball uh, day-to-day duties to somebody that knows what the hell they're doing because he certainly does not. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I don't care where you live. Uh, if you're looking for a new system, Contact my friends at Burkhardt. Allow them to give you a price. That's it. Just give you a price. Uh, again, come see, the, again, the professionalism, the, the, uh, the knowledge, and, of course, the attention to detail that you get with Burkhardt. Even, again, in just coming out to your home and, and giving you a simple price on air conditioning systems, heating systems, maybe a generator for your home or business, an APCO whole home treatment system. Burkhardt's got you covered, man. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company can trust. It's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back. Will Gillery will join us on the program. We'll switch and talk Pelicans for a few minutes, and we'll get back to the, to the Peyton situation. Again, for those that are just tuning in, Sean Peyton traded to the Denver Broncos for a 2024 first-round pick, 29th overall, a 2024 second-round pick, and the Saints must send a 2024 third-round pick back to Denver. Oh, man. Oh, boy. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Be mindful that the accident right at the O'Keefe Howard Avenue on-ramp on the Pontchartrain Expressway on the eastbound side has been cleared. However, delays remain steady if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection with delays steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays solid 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady right at Canal Boulevard. 10 eastbound, your backups are solid from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, look, in, look out for an accident St. Philip at North Muro and be mindful of a light malfunction working at the intersection of Chapatulas at Felicity and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Cumulus Media Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers 
Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over Suburban Roofing and Siding, 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated, fully licensed insured. Remember the BBB? And, of course, my good friend Marty Scoggins has been roofing South Louisiana for over two decades. Man, I tell you, Suburban Roofing, uh, I'm just, if you need roof help work, uh, roof repair, you need a new roof, you're still dealing with your insurance company from Ida, and, and again, you need a roofer to come out and maybe help you out, uh, Suburban Roofing is the, is the company for you. One of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by Shingle Manufacturers, which means that their customers qualify for the Manufacturing Extended Warranty Program. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all Suburban qualities, uh, Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship, and I do mean quality workmanship. Uh, his skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. They'll even hand-nail your roof. Uh, again, that's a lost art in, in roofing. So, again, uh, if you need help, uh, and I see too many blue roofs uh, still, again, uh, as, as, I, as I drive around the city. And, again, that's not even, again, to, to in, in areas where, again, we're much harder, harder hit than maybe, again, the metropolitan area, the, the you know, Jefferson, Orleans, et cetera. Uh, call Suburban Roofing. Let them come out and give you a price on a roof. And, again, maybe, again, you're still working with that insurance company. He'll meet with your adjuster. It's, again, it's Marty Scoggins and Suburban Roofing. That's 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. All right, again, once again, uh, look, I'll just say this. Uh, I'm not a poker player, okay? Played a little poker in my time. But I'll tell you, you know what? I would take my friggin' retirement and put it on the table uh, to be able to play against Mickey Loomis, okay? Because I'd double that. Uh, just, to, again, just really just speechless when it comes to Saints receiving the 29th overall pick from Denver, 
this year, next year's Denver's second-round pick in 2024, and then having to give up their third-round pick in 2024 for the rights to Sean Payton. Absolutely got fleeced. Absolutely got fleeced. All right. Let's head up to the uh, Mile High City, Denver, Colorado, where I'm sure right now there's a big party going on. Not just for the Denver Nuggets because they're first in the West because they've landed Sean Payton for a song. Will Guillory of The Athletic joins us on the program, and I'll say it again, The Athletic is one of the best publications out there. I don't care if you're looking for local sports, which, again, they do a great job in covering uh, the national sports or international sports. They got you covered with some of the best writers in, in all the world. Uh, and, of course, Will's been writing for The Athletic for a while now. If you're going to uh, subscribe to The Athletic and you enjoy Will's work as I do, why don't you go ahead and subscribe under Will's byline. Then, again, Will gets credit for it. Uh, let's keep, again, The Athletic rolling here in New Orleans. Will Guillory joins us uh, live from Denver, Colorado. Will, how are you? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you for having me on. Always. Will, again, uh, any uh, is there a parade in, in Denver right now? What's going on with the Sean Payton situation? <laughs> Listen, if there is one going on, I'm nowhere near it. I'm trying to stay indoors, away from <laughs> the snow, away from this cold. You know me, I'm a New Orleans boy. I don't yes, indeed. this cold weather, so I'm dodging it as much as possible. I hear you. Well, look, if you happen to get stuck in a parade, you know what it is then, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It ain't a Mardi Gras parade, baby, that's for sure. Nah, not in this cold. No, no doubt. Uh, Let's let's talk Pels. First of all, look, um, I don't know how anybody can look at this team and and, and not think. This would any NBA team, when you lose your two superstars – you're going to suffer. There's only so long that, again, that you can, your reserves, again, that are playing more prominent roles, can, can continue to play at a high level, that, again, they won't get figured out by, again, the opposing team's coaching staff, film being the great equalizer. And then, again, just the added minutes, again, it, it exposed flaws within their game. So it is what it is. But this eight-game losing streak is something I think a lot of people didn't foresee. Uh, Brandon Ingram is back, but again, we've seen so many other players, top players, go out in addition to Ingram and, and Zion. It's been a real rough month uh, month of, uh, of January for this team. Uh, and of course, now in the A spot, taking on the number one seed, Denver. Uh, give me your thoughts on what's transpired within the month of January. Yeah, you mentioned it. I think it's just the attrition, you know, from having B.I. and Zion out for so long. I think there's been so much pressure on guys like Jose Alvarado, Najee Marshall, I think C.J. McCollum more than anybody else, Jonas Valanciunas, for these guys to step up and play bigger roles than they expected coming into the season. And those guys have done a, a pretty good job holding the fort as long as they have. But I think, you know, it's wearing on them. And I think you see with this team, and I wrote this yesterday, it's, it's not even so much about the absence of B.I. and Zion. I think you just see some of the spirit getting sapped out of these guys, some of their energy, something, you know, that we thought was the identity of this team, where they walked in with that swagger, they walked in with that confidence every time they, they played a game. And you see just some of the – it's just not there with this team right now. And I think, you know, a lot of that comes from just the losses piling up, guys. You know, their heads are down, the shoulders are slumped. Uh, but I think it's just tough when you're playing so many minutes and there's so much pressure on you night to night to, to contribute and to produce. And I think having B.I. back is going to have to be a huge help for these guys. But I just think they just need some positive vibes. They need something to pick them up because uh, it just feels like the spirit is lacking with this group right now. Uh, I agree with you. You see it again in their play. I mean, again, it's, it's human nature, right? I mean, this team is, again, uh, last year starting again with, with again, a, a real tough beginning of the season. But, but again, they persevered. And then, of course, they saw the success toward the end of the season. This has been really a grind for them uh, in the month of January. 
yeah, it's been extremely tough. And I think, you know, not only that they're losing, but seeing them, them just fall the way they have in the standings, I think that's yes. really hurting a lot of these guys because, you know, they, they really had high hopes of the, from the start of the season. They were walking around like, yeah, we're one of the best teams in the West. We're ready to make a push for the conference finals. And then to go from that to, yeah, we're just fighting to hold on to a play-in spot right now. I, I think that's a big reality check. That's a real gut punch for these guys because they still feel that, you know, when Zion and B.I. is on the floor, they feel like they're as good as anybody in the West. And I think sure. they, got a, they got a real argument for it. When you look at the talent they have, what they've been able to do defensively when everybody's been healthy, and, of course, with Zion being a supernova offensively that nobody can mm-hmm. stop, and then you got somebody like B.I. to compliment them. But the fact is, is that those guys just haven't been on the floor that much together, and they need time. They need to stack some wins up, and if you're just fighting – for a playing spot, of course, it's going to be a really tough road if you're trying to advance through the playoffs. And I think they really just need to get a couple wins on their belt, under their belt, mm-hmm. and just start feeling good about themselves again. And I think a big part of this is they got to get Bi back. I think Bi is on the floor, but we haven't seen Brandon Ingram the way we're used to seeing him play basketball. And some of that is, you know, he's not completely healed from the toe. He's playing through pain. He's trying to figure it out. I don't think the toe really is going to be right for the rest of the season, frankly. I think it's just something he's going to have to deal with uh, until he gets to the offseason, and I think it's going to take him some time to figure out how to deal with it. Uh, But until Brandon Ingram starts playing at a really high level again, I think you're going to see them going through these ups and downs. The the good news is it seems like Zion's getting closer. We saw him today at shoot-around, starting to jog around a little bit. They're up in his activity. Uh, I know he wants to get back sooner than later, but I would say it's at least a couple weeks before we see Zion back, so it has to be Brandon Ingram picking up his game and lifting up his teammates. I agree with everything you say. Uh, The next question is, because um, of the revelation of – uh, you know, losing Zion, losing B.I., and knowing that, again, with both of these guys, that again, this may be something that, that can be ongoing, right? I mean, it just is what it is. These guys have been, for the most part, have been kind of a little bit injury-prone. Is this a situation now in, in your mind where uh, this, this team has to make a deal uh, with a trading deadline coming up in early February? Yeah, I wrote this. I, I, I still would uh, prefer a, a, a patient approach, you know, if I was the guy running the Pelicans, because I think I'm thinking long term with this team, as much fun as it's been seeing them compete this year and the potential of what they can do, I still think, you know, in reality, they're probably closer to a four to six seed. I think they're right around there. I don't think they're as good as the Nuggets. I don't think they're quite as good as Memphis quite yet. I think they still have some growing to do as far as just playoff experience and understanding how to win tough road games. Uh, they still got some room to grow, and I think there's no need to really rush the process. But also, you know, there's just the way this roster is constructed. It's going to get really expensive once that Zion extension kicks in. I think people don't talk right. about that enough with the way that they're you, they got to work around this salary cap. And once you're paying Zion, Bi, and CJ thirty plus million each, you're very limited in what you can do. And I think you know having those draft picks in your back pocket makes life a lot easier for David Griffin because you can afford to have a Dyson Daniels on on your you know books for at seven million, six million mm-hmm. for three or four years. And that makes it much easier to build around your stars. And instead, if you're going out and trying to get a Malik Beasley who costs around $16 million a year or a Bogdanovich who's around 17 18 a year, right. then things get really tight. And then you start putting pressure on ownership to pay the luxury tax, which they've never done before here in New Orleans. And, of course, 
you know, they said all right things when it comes to that, but until that day comes, we we got to assume that they're not going to, correct? So I, I think mm-hmm. uh, just playing a smart play, playing the, the long road, I think is the way I would go. And I don't think they need to rush anything because, again, we haven't seen this team fully healthy since early November. It's been a long time, and they got a long way to go. So I think uh, they still got a lot of steps to go before they really can jump in the pool and go after some of these big trade targets. So in your opinion, don't panic. Let Zion get back. Let Brandon get back. Uh, again, try to make up some of these games that, again, that they, they've lost in January. And, and again, stick with the young with the young core going forward because – this is not a team, in your opinion, that is a, that is maybe a one or two seed in the West this year uh, that can challenge for a championship. That you know maybe they're a four to six team, uh, and that maybe our expectations are a little bit high. Is that is is that pretty much again the narrative that that, that you feel at this point? Yeah, and I think you know with this particular Western Conference, you can make the argument that it's kind of up for grabs because we've seen Denver flame out in the playoffs. You know, with with Memphis, uh, of course, the John Morant factor and him getting hurt. He got hurt last year during the playoffs. He got hurt, I believe, the year before during the playoffs. So uh, who knows what's going to happen with the West this year. Maybe everything lines up for for the right way, and you you can make a run deeper than I think they can. So I'm not going to say they can't make a run, but I do think if you just look at the big picture and their lack of experience in the playoffs, I think it's going to be a real uphill battle. And I think the best thing for this team to do is to kind of maintain the chemistry they have within the locker room, maintain what they've built. And I'll say it again, and I've said it multiple times this year, mm-hmm. I think this is the deepest team in the league. And I think once they're healthy, you can see that. But once right. you're asking Najee Marshall to start and play 30 minutes a night, once you're asking Trey Murphy to start and play 30 minutes a night, your depth doesn't look as great. But once the team is healthy and you have your all-stars in the lineup, in the starting lineup, that you don't necessarily need these trade pieces because Trey Murphy can be your big scorer off the bench. Najee Marshall can be that bad guy. Jose mm-hmm. Alvarado can go back to playing 18 to 22 minutes and not have as much pressure to be an energy guy for 32 minutes. It's tough to be an energy guy for 30 minutes. You know, uh, it's, They've been put a lot on these guys, and I think if they can get back to the roles that fit them, I think they're going to look much better and the need for additional depth is not going to be as pressing. Uh, but I think the, the point is very fair that, hey, hey maybe – there isn't a world where Zion and B.I. are healthy again this year, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but I think ultimately you got to try to strive for that, and then once you get there, then you figure out what the pieces are. But I think making the move right now will probably be premature. The only reason – I mean, sorry, the, the only way I would be in favor of, of a trade – is first of all, again, uh, you, you can't touch some of your core guys. You know, again, if you can move a Jackson Hayes, maybe again uh, a Devontae Graham, maybe again some of those future first-round picks, uh, again, to get a, a deal done, uh, I would see it. And, and then again, the reason why is because we've seen B.I. And, and Zion hurt so much to have that, four, that, that, that scorer that can step in or that rebounder that can, come, can step in and help uh, in, in case, again, we see them continue to be having health problems going forward, not just this year but into the future. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that's going to be the big question for this franchise moving forward is how much they're going to be able to keep their stars on the court. And I think that's, of course, been a talking point around Zion Williamson his entire career. But right now, uh, it's got to be on B.I. as well. He's got to be healthy. He's got to be in the lineup because he's been missing games as much as anybody this year. And the people out there making jokes about, you know, comparing this team to the Clippers and saying they're just like Paul George and Kawhi. I think it's extremely fair. Those guys have to step up and be present for their team. they got to be available mm-hmm. for their teammates. And I think they just haven't done a good enough job of that. 
the past two seasons. And, and this team isn't going to go anywhere without Zion and B.I. We're going to talk about, you know, adding at some of these trade pieces, right. what they could do here and there to tighten some things up. But if Zion and B.I. aren't there, they aren't those guys, then they're, they're not really going anywhere. So that's the big question moving forward. And you can try to, you know, bring in some stuff to t- kind of brace yourself for the potential mm-hmm. of one of those guys not being there. Uh, but those guys got to be there, and they got to step up. And I think uh, uh, it's going to be a lot of pressure on Bi for the rest of the season to kind of show he can work through this toe injury and not let it hinder him. Because uh, I think it's something that you know he's been frustrated with. He's been hoping that well, if he sits out long enough, that it'll go away. And I think he's at the point now where he's realizing that it's not going to go away, and he just has to right. deal with it. So now, how do you find the solution? And I think that's what you need to see more from Bi is a, a willingness to say, okay. I got to deal with this and I got to find out how I can be still be effective. And he just hasn't done that enough the past two seasons. Well, the schedule doesn't get any easier either. Again, Denver tonight at Dallas, Lakers at home, Sacramento uh, at home. Then uh, again, Atlanta, uh, Cleveland. Uh, that's just within, again, the first two weeks before Mardi Gras when you start talking about the um, uh, the schedule. Uh, you know David Griffin pretty well after, the, after these last couple of years. Do you think he's panicking at this point? Not at all. I think, you know, with Griff, he's always going to be active in the trade market. He's always going to try to assess the value of his players, of his picks, what's kind of out there. He's You're always going to see the Pels involved in rumors. I think you're going to continue up to the trade deadline, hit them involved with guys like Malik Beasley, with guys like John Collins, uh, maybe even a few names here or there, maybe mm-hmm. a Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, but I think he, he – we've heard Griff say over and over again how much he values – culture and how much he values yes. building a team not just with good players but players that want to be in New Orleans mm-hmm. and I think they take a lot of pride in what they've built with this team not just uh like I said having the deepest roster in the league but having a group full of guys that really take pride in representing New Orleans and really wanting to be a Pelican and I don't think they're going to make any drastic moves unless they know for sure they're bringing in somebody who's going to buy into what they've built so far this year and they don't want to mess it up they they think they think what they have right now is really special and i think you know just the all of these little things they've done like bringing in the cj mccollum bringing in the larry nance all of these young guys they've brought in the past few years all of that has been with the mindset of these guys are going to want to be in new orleans they want to be a part of this program and i think uh from the outside they a lot of people underestimate you know people just want to do trades like you do on 2k right you say hey uh, well, this guy's really good, so I'm going to just add him to the piece. And then, you know, we, we need three-point shooting. Let's go get this guy. But uh, I think with Griffin, that front office, they're always deep, thinking much deeper about how guys fit, how much they're going to buy into being in New Orleans. And I don't think you're going to see them make any moves unless they find a guy who fits into that kind of mold of what they've done the past few years. Let me grab a quick call here. Ned is in Metairie. Ned, welcome. You're on with Will Guillory of The Athletic. Uh, hey, Will, big fan, buddy. I think you're a terrific writer. Um, Thank you, Ned. I appreciate you. I happen to think that this is now. I'm going under the assumption that uh, that there is somebody out there that's a three or a four uh, that's a pure shooter, that's an established shooter, not necessarily a young person, but it's the big league. And if there is somebody out there in that category, uh, I think the Pels are in a perfect uh, position to not only help the team this year, but uh, any talk of taking somebody now that's not going to help you in the future, I think, is wrong. 
assuming you're going to get somebody that's good for you this year, but who's also part of your future. I think they're in a perfect position. You don't break up team chemistry when the team is losing. And if you've got a, a hardcore eight or nine guys on this team, this team does not have anybody getting their own shots outside of uh, 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 Brandon and CJ. And we have one pure scorer coming off the bench. So I would definitely like to see them entertain, if it's the right person, if I, you know, more than I know, uh, to bring into this team and help them now and, and help them in the future. Yeah, I think Will? the name that kind of fits your mold, uh, the one I've mentioned a couple times already, is Malik Beasley. I'm a huge fan of his game. He's a high-volume three-point shooter. I think he would be perfect on this team. But, again, uh, a lot of this stuff doesn't work in a vacuum, right? Well, Malik Beasley plays for the Utah Jazz. Who's the lead executive for the Jazz? Danny Ainge. And what we know about Danny Ainge is he's not in thing. He doesn't love fair trades, <laughs> right? He loves a trade where it's pretty obvious he won the trade. He he loves to walk away sitting like, yeah, I got everything I could have possibly gotten mm-hmm. out of this deal. And I think that's why you haven't seen Utah make a whole lot of moves because Danny's calling, calling around. He's putting all those guys on the table, but he's asking a whole lot for those guys. And I think Malik Beasley in particular is a guy that a lot of people in the league are looking around at. I think you're going to see a lot of teams attached to that name. But again, Danny Ainge is a guy, if the Pels are calling, he's probably going to be asking for multiple picks. He's going to be asking for a Najee Marshall or a Dyson Daniels. And if you're a Pels fan, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to give up one of your young guys or maybe multiple picks to get a Malik Beasley? I would think for the Pels, they would probably be hesitant to do that because Malik Beasley is a guy, again, who will fit perfectly, but he's got a team option next year. He could possibly be a free agent making around $15, $16 million. Uh, so I think it's a really tough position. Another guy, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich out of Detroit, mm-hmm. excellent offensive player, great shooter, would be great next to Zion Williamson. But I think Detroit's in a position where they're asking a whole lot for Boyan Bogdanovich. They feel like he's a fit with their young core. So are you willing to give up multiple picks or a Dyson Daniels to get a Boyan Bogdanovich again? I would probably say probably not, you know. So mm-hmm. I think it's not just, yeah, of course you want to add some shooting. You need some more firepower to help your guys out. But you got to look at some of these other teams, and it's just the market where it is right now, there just isn't a lot of sellers. So the teams that do have pieces that they want to sell, they're asking a lot for these guys. And I'm not sure the Pelicans are in a position right now where they want to give a lot to get a seventh or eighth guy in a rotation. Ned, thank you for the phone call. Certainly appreciate it. Will, I appreciate your time as always. Once again, tell us about The Athletic, how folks can subscribe under your byline, and what you got coming up for us as well, so how, what they, how folks can follow you on social media. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory. That's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. I'm finally back on Twitter. They locked me out for a week, <laughs> but I'm finally <laughs> back on. Everybody can follow my tweets now, and you can follow all my work at uh, – at theathletic.com, of course. I got a story up this morning about Willie Green and the tough challenge he has right now getting this team back on track. And, of course, I have some more stuff coming up about the trade deadline and everything this team is doing to try to get back on track. And I appreciate everybody that's reading and follow along. Thanks a lot. Well, I echo Ned's sentiments. I think you're one of the best we have. Thanks again for your time. As always, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Eric, man. I always appreciate it. There he goes. Again, uh, Will Guillory of The Athletic. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. 
Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. You like to give a veteran or first responder the Mardi Gras ride of their life? The Legion of Mars Parade, founded by combat veterans, will roll on February 11th as New Orleans honors its heroes. The parade will feature veterans, first responders, law enforcement, and wounded warriors. But many who deserve to ride need your help. You can support this parade with a purpose and sponsor a hero to ride. Go to www.MarsHeroFund.com and help make it happen. That's MarsHeroFund.com. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 106.1 Nash Icon. Get an early jump on St. Patrick's Day by catching Irish-American Celtic band Flogging Molly performing their punk hits this Friday night at the Fillmore above Harris Casino. Or for a great Mardi Gras party, grab a costume and head on Friday night to the Joy Theater for Carnivoid, featuring performances by the Iceman Special as well as Government Magic. For Mardi Gras parade maps and more ideas on what to do this carnival season, pick up the new issue of Where You At Magazine at restaurants, coffee shops, and retail outlets all over town. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Folks, if your AC breaks down, your heating system's not working the way it should, maybe you got a generator and that generator hasn't been working well, call my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, but they come to your home or business. And, of course, a Nate certified technician doing all the work that's necessary. I've trusted Burkhardt over 30 years. You can trust them as well. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Thanks to Will Gillery for joining us in the program from The Athletic. Matty Hudak from Saints Wire coming up live from Mobile, the site of the Senior Bowl. We'll talk Senior Bowl and paint with her. And then, of course, uh, I will take the last part of the show. And, boy, you ain't going to want to miss that. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stay tuned. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. 
Also, don't forget iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NashFM1061.com, and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and uh, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home based on your favorite podcasting platform. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Hey, Ricardo Lacomp will join us on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. I have a... Um, uh, I have another guest who's going to join us. I just need uh, that guest to be able to confirm. Uh, so I'll have that for you tomorrow or to be on our social media platforms tonight. Uh, so, again, normally I, I announce that on a Tuesday, but I have one more uh, guest I'm waiting on. So I want to wait until I get that guest um, uh, uh, certified to be able to join us. Okay. Will Guillory, we thank him for his time in the first hour. Matty Hudak is just a few minutes away um, from joining us from the for live from the Senior Bowl. And, of course, uh, you know, look, I said this all along. The Peyton deal for the New Orleans Saints is akin to getting the first overall pick in the NBA or the NFL drafts. And you had to look at it like that. And, and you had the, the leverage because you had two years, okay, in, in order to be able to get the best possible deal for the franchise. You had two years. There was no hurry. There was no hurry. Maybe, maybe Sean Payton was in a hurry to get back to the, to, the, to the sidelines. But there's no hurry for the Saints. Saints held his rights. They held his rights to the, again, the, the beginning of the 2025 season. So for two seasons now, Saints would hold the rights to Sean Payton. And I just for the life of me, I cannot understand why Loomis would allow this team to get fleeced as they did. If those of you that are getting in your cars right now and you don't know, Peyton will become the next head coach of the Denver Broncos if they can come to a, uh, an agreement. And you've got to believe they got an agreement in principle already in terms of the salary. But the Saints will get, the, the, get Denver's 2023 first-round pick, which is the 29th overall, which, again, ladies and gentlemen, with the exception of the fifth-year option, okay, which you get with, um, with a, with a first-round pick, it's a glorified second-round pick. It's a high second-round pick. It is. You get 29, 30, 31, 32. That's a high second-round pick. It is. The Saints will also get the, the 2024 second-round pick from Denver. We have no idea where that's going to be. Denver could be really, really good. They could be really, really bad. I don't think it's going to be really, really bad with Peyton. They have a very good defense. they got some weapons on offense. We'll see what's going to happen again with, with the quarterback situation with, with uh, Peyton there. Um, but I don't expect them to be a bad team. Okay, I don't. So let's just say, again, they're going to be a good team. Well, that could be a late second-round pick. Then the Saints sent Denver a 2024 third-round pick, which in essence, if the Saints are not, uh, have not turned it around, it doesn't look like they will next year, okay? Especially not with Dennis Allen as coach. I have no faith. We have no idea, again, who, Den- who um, Peyton will come in and poach off this roster now. And I'm talking about coaching staff. I'm talking about also, again, um, uh, uh, front office personnel and scouts. We have no idea what's going to happen there. But you best believe he's gonna, there, there will be some. That, that will end up with him. And then, again, players that may be off this roster, they may be end up end up with Sean Payton as well. You had to maximize the value for the best coach on the market in years. And that's just a, that's just a, fa- that's just a fact. And there was no reason to be able to jump at a bad deal. No reason to get fleeced. Look, there's no way Mickey Loomis made this deal and then at the, at the same time did not believe that there was going to be some criticism. Well, I knew, he knew there'd be criticism from me. Because I was looking for a, for a much bigger deal. And, and I would have been patient and played it out like a good poker player and waited until next year if I had to. 
And then if I didn't get the deal that I wanted next year, see, this is a deal that I would have thought they would have gotten next year, okay? This is a deal where, again, I think you get the 11th hour, and maybe, again, there's not a bidding war for him next year, and you get a late first-round pick, a second-round pick. I surely didn't think the Saints would send. I said this all along. You send the sweetener over to the team in a deal, you lose the deal. And, boy, they lose this deal. You need to maximize the value for Sean Payton. He was your first overall pick in the NBA, the NFL draft. And would you trade that for peanuts? And that's exactly what they've done. That's exactly what they've done. Now, maybe they maximize the value of these picks down the line. Who knows? But again, for a, 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 a coach of his stature, being the best coach on the market. Now, you can talk about D'Amico Ryans. He was the, he was the, um, the hottest coach on the market when you look at you know, what everybody wanted. But D'Amico Ryan's never been a head coach in the NFL. Maybe he'll be great. Maybe he won't. Sean Payton is a proven winner. He won a Super Bowl. He turned the Saints from losers into winners. You know how difficult that is? And the best you could muster is the 29th overall pick this year, a 2024 second-round pick. Then you send your third-round pick in 2024 to Denver? I don't, I don't care how you look at it. You got fleeced. Just a horrible, horrible deal. When you could have waited another year. There's no reason why you had to rush this deal. Were you that hard up for a first-round pick? Obviously. So, again, it's the level of frustration with Mickey Loomis as he continues to strike out. C.J. Gardner deal. C.J. Gardner-Johnson deal, pardon me. Paying too much for Olave and Penning. I mean, just look at the... When you look at what they gave up for Olave and Penning, that's what you should have had coming back for Sean Payton. Quarterback-type draft sta- sta- um, 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 deal. A quarterback-type dra- draft deal. Come on. This dude is out of his depth. He was out of his depth from day one. He is a accountant by trade. And I'm not saying by osmosis that, again, he couldn't have, uh, again, learned a lot about the NFL uh, on how to be a general manager. But at the end of the day, we know Sean Payton was calling the shots and he was here. And he's not here anymore. So, again, once again, much, it was, much like it was when Randy Mueller got fired, Mickey Loomis is in charge. And Mickey Loomis failed miserably with the exception of, again, hiring Sean Payton. Which, again, again, every blind squirrel finds a nut. And in true Loomis fashion, we see, again, the de- every deal that he's made since the departure of Payton, the Saints have been on the losing end. And it's no different, again, with the situation with Sean Payton. So very, very frustrated by this. You did not have to make the deal this year. You could have held out for more, and I would have held out for more. And then I'll I'll take, again, the consequences next year if I can't get what I wanted. But if this is what I got next year, then you say you're settling. You didn't have to settle this year. And the Saints settled. It's a typical Mickey Loomis deal. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. If, again, you're looking for an insurance company, an insurance agent has got your back. It's Dave Miet. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-H-C.com. 504-556-0809. Dave can search over 50 companies to get you the best price for your insurance. Again, he'll be there before and after the sale. He is, an again, he is a hands-on insurance agent who will pick up the phone when, when you call and do everything he can to help you, whether it's commercial, industrial, again, residential, whether you're looking for life, health, whatever you need, they have you covered over at Dave Miet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809. You want to save, call Dave. 
And, of course, again, his website is a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Uh, Dave Miet Insurance. Again, if you're looking for a great insurance agent, he's mine. He can be yours. Call David, 504-556-0809. Well, let's head to Mobile, Alabama, the site of the uh, Senior Bowl. And uh, our good friend Matty Hudak, who, again, is the Tulane sideline reporter, still probably, again, basking in the glow of the Cotton Bowl victory. And, of course, uh, now they're covering the uh, Senior Bowl for Saints Wire. Uh, Matty, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's good to be kind of back on the sideline with my guys. I bet. I bet it is. First of all, how are uh, they had the first set of practices? Did both teams practice already today? That they did, yeah. National goes in the morning, and then American goes in the afternoon. And and for and for the Tulaneans that are that are on the field, how have they looked? They've looked great. So they're both on the American team. Um, you know, they try to put players from the same team on um, that respective team. So I was able to actually go down to the sideline and see them do work. What Sid asked me about Dorian Williams is he was really showing that he has ball skills and be, can be you know a coverage linebacker carrying receivers on routes that were going into the third level of the field. And then Tajay was stuck out the most to me with how much individualized coaching he was kind of receiving off to the side from the position group coaches. So you could really tell that he was really soaking it in. They were noticing his potential and, and coaching him up accordingly. LSU has Ali Gay and, and Jay Ward also on the American team. Did they flash for you? I'm going to be honest. My eyes were really stuck on uh, Tajay and Jordan. On, on the two end guys? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody else really stick out uh, that, again, that may, the Saints may be looking at, or were you really focused just on the two-lane guys throughout practice? Yeah, so I'll just give kind of a rundown of what the beginning of the Senior Bowl looks like. So, you know, they have rosters that they hand out, and they run out of those relatively quickly. So if you don't have one, it's kind of hard to immediately know what's going on. So I have a lot of notes with numbers on them that I have to kind of go back to. But I think what you see really in the first – day or two of practice is a little bit of, you know, getting to know each other. It's an offensive line that's never really blocked with one another in their life. Quarterback that hasn't handed off to this running back before, thrown them out of the backfield. Uh, so I think you're kind of working those kinks out the first day. But what I really try to look for um, is that kind of off-the-field stuff, how players react after plays. When you looked at the quarterbacks last year, what stuck out to me about Kenny Pickett was how much he was really garnering the attention of the receivers around him, you know, going up to – the position group coaches, and there were some quarterbacks that I kind of looked like they were pouting. I know some people are looking at Jaron Hall from BYU for the Saints as a quarterback option. I didn't think he had the strongest day, but what stuck out to me again was after things didn't really go his way, he was kind of gathering alignment in a huddle, working with the position group coaches, and that's really what I'm kind of trying to look for, at least through day one and day three, and then by Wednesday, you really want to see those guys start to stand out. Saints have a few coaches now that are involved in, in, in the Senior Bowl. Uh, as, again, it's a little different than it used to be. It used to be, again, um, a situation where t- uh, an entire coaching staff would be, would be part of, uh, again, the American or, or, the, uh, or the national team. Back then it was North and South. Now it's National and American. Ronald Curry is the offensive coordinator. D.J. Williams is the quarterback coach. Uh, and, and Corey Robinson is, is the safeties coach for the national team. Declan Doyle is the tight end coach for the American team. Anything you've noticed? out of those guys? I kind of noticed them all over the field. Um, you know, Ronald Curry, he's really been, I saw him a lot with the running backs. I saw him, he really just looked authoritative out there. And that's what I really like about this new senior bowl, um, the way they have it set up. It's easier, obviously, to kind of figure out 
who's who is you know coaching what and where when it's two cohesive teams. But to me, especially for guys like Ronald Curry, that should have kind of more of a platform for those kind of higher coaching opportunities. You almost lose if you're on a team that does well throughout a season that you really never get the opportunity to coach at the senior bowl. So I think what you're seeing is kind of the ability for those coaches on teams that might not otherwise be able to have a chance to be down here, uh, really handle that practice. And again, I think I saw more of the Saints coaches on the offensive side as the American just being kind of on the sideline, but they, they look engaged and they have stuck out to me as the guys that are doing that kind of one-on-one coaching being responsive to a player's drill, giving them just that little feedback that I think makes a huge difference, especially when you could kind of see the nerves just in all of those players really on the first day of this. Only the Raiders in Washington have, again, more coaches than the Saints in that new coach-up format that give, again, young NFL NFL coaches a chance to showcase themselves in elevated roles. And I'm with you. I really love this. I love the opportunity to see these young coaches in in an elevated uh, situation where we can see them in real time. And for the Saints, this may be an audition for Ronald Curry, who may be the play caller for this team next year. Well, that's precisely that, and that's really why I think these kind of opportunities are so crucial is, like I said, there really wouldn't be an opportunity for him to otherwise do something like this to be able to show that. But, yeah, I mean, if, if they call a strong game, uh, all eyes are on the senior bowl. Every single team has scouts right there, and you can really see if someone's able to coach and if someone's not able to coach, and, you know, the high grass is there kind of looking at it. So I do think that is very intriguing. Um you know, there were a lot of Saints coaches there as well that weren't on the field. Pete Carmichael was off, um, in the, in the uh, you know, GM side of things. I saw Dennis Talbot on the street yesterday. So a lot of them are around here. And I know the Saints also really, you know, they prioritize senior bowl yes. guys. You just think of Cameron Jordan, who's plastered all over the place here, but Peyton Turner, mm-hmm. Ian Book, um, and Alante Taylor last year, too. This is really where I think they have that ability to find those diamond in the rough guys to also have – coaches like that kind of a boost on the ground, being able to work with these players directly because, again, if you're giving a player some coaching and they respond one way or another, that tells you a lot about their potential fit with you as a coach. So I think that's really an unparalleled advantage that we haven't really seen the Saints have at the Senior Bowl where they already tend to kind of have a strong foothold. We also know that uh, Mobile is a NFL coaching convention during this week. Uh, a lot of coaches looking for jobs, a lot of, again, coaches that are getting jobs that are looking for, again, uh, to be able to fill out their coaching staff. The reaction, uh, first of all, your reaction to the deal today of Peyton, again, having the opportunity to become the Denver Bronco coach, uh, the deal the Denver Broncos will send the Saints there, 2023, uh, 19th overall pick in the first round, a 2024 second-round pick, and then the Saints send Denver a 2024 third-round pick. Your reaction to the deal? Uh, I know that, you know, the only thing I really say is it, it is a little frustrating to see them have to continue to send picks uh, for these deals. But I also think, you know, and I'm not exactly sure why, and it's probably the fact that it is the asking price. But, you know, I, I think Denver kind of made their options clear in terms of swinging and missing at Harbaugh and, and Demeco Ryan. So then on the other side, you have the Saints who everyone almost kind of knows they don't have that much leverage because they're looking for a first-round draft pick this year, and everyone knows they already traded theirs away. So could there have been a better situation out there? I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are giving up their you know, number three overall pick, but it does put the Saints back in a position 
to be able to be more mobile in this draft that they otherwise wouldn't be able to, I think expecting the Saints to definitively pick at 29 is just not really looking at the Saints draft history. So I think if they see a guy that they really like, then they have a little more capital to be able to trade up for him. Um, you know, we still don't know if the Saints are able to develop a rookie quarterback, another really right. important part of Ronald Curry being here. But, I mean, when you think about it, there, there are always going to be quarterbacks on the market in the offseason. And if they're not in absolute love with one of the quarterbacks that's coming out of this year's draft class as much as we might like them, there is always, you know, a plan that they might have. There are going to be a lot of quarterbacks that are available on the market. Then you also have someone like Malik Hooker, who because of injury, you know, could fall a little bit. And you could see sure. them kind of jump up to do that. Like they tried to jump the Patriots for Matt Jones. We're not jumping into the top five, but you're jumping into a little earlier to be able to move things around. Um, and I just think it, it puts the Saints again back in a position to have chess pieces to move around as they see fit, even if it wasn't, you know, the biggest haul of, uh, of all time. But you also knew that, you know, Sean Payton had left the Saints voluntarily. So I think it was a tough negotiation situation from mm-hmm. the get-go. Um, and I think, you know, the grass might be greener next season. There could be a better offer, but there also might not be. And then if you don't find anything next year, then he's a free agent. So mm-hmm. I, I get from a strategic perspective how this all kind of came together. And, you know, it'll be very weird to have Sean Payton coaching another team in the NFL, uh, but I'll be very curious to see how the Saints utilize that capital. Well, at least he's in the AFC. I mean, that's that's the good thing. At least he's in the AFC. That, that's for sure. Manny, thanks for the time today. Next time I get you on, we're going to talk about Tulane. So excited about the direction of all, of, all, of the program. And, and again, Dan coming out uh, publicly, talking about, again, an indoor practice facility, upgrading the facilities for the players, uh, being a player in NIL with, again, the Fear the Wave Collective. Really good things happening out, uptown New Orleans with Tulane. And we'll do that next time we chat. Absolutely. It's almost too good to be true, but oh, it is. rolling with the wave at this point. Yeah, it really is. You know, again, I'm sure you're on a high and haven't come down yet. Because what, what, uh, I got friends that, lifelong Tulane fran- uh, fans that, again, still have not come down. They were, they were in Dallas like yourself, Arlington rather, and again, just enjoyed the, uh, the Cotton Bowl and uh, just, again, an amazing run for the, for the wave. Oh, yeah. I actually rewatched the last few uh, minutes of that game last night on my phone, so I'm living in a right? along with them. There you go. Thanks for your time, as always. Tell us about Saints Wire. Also, again, how folks can follow you on social media. Of course, yeah. And also, Rock Jackson with Saints Wire is down here with me. He's going to have a lot of stuff out there. He's going to try to get some pieces out later this week once I'm able to accumulate some uh, info on the rosters. That's always a USA Today Saints Wire. Uh, and I, I, you know, posting uh, some videos of, of those Tulane players from the sideline on Twitter at NattyHudak underscore 94. That's usually the best place to find me. Beautiful. Thanks for your time, as always. Uh, have a great time in Mobile, and we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Eric. All right, there she goes. Maddie Hudak, again, of um, Saints Wire and, of course, Tulane Sideline Reporter. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. Look, I, you know, I was talking to a, a friend the other day, and we were talking about generators. And, and I was making the case, like I make the case on this program, that if you own a home now, if you own a business in the city of New Orleans or the metropolitan area, because of the condition of the grid, not, not just, again, because of tropical events, you need to have a generator. You just do. You need to have a generator. It's just, it's just part of, again, what you need for your home. Um, at Burkhardt, they are the experts. Jason Burkhardt, again, uh, will sit down with you, do a consultation, 
Find out what you're looking for in terms of general. He's not coming in to hard sell you. It's one of the things that, again, that customers have told me as I've spoken to them about, like, about the generator sales uh, uh, that, they did, that they had with Burkhardt. Uh, Jason just came in to educate him. And if you do the homework, as you should do for anything, like, like, like a purchase of, the, of, this, of this magnitude, you, you want to make sure that, again, you know everything about uh, the generators and, and uh, again, how that, how, how that can affect you and your home or business. Uh, after you guys come to an agreement, Jason will, uh, Jason will put you on the uh, calendar for a single-day install. Uh, you can finance it over time with low monthly notes. You'll get that new install quality check after one month, which means a Burkhardt tech will be out to your home to make sure you know how to operate the system. And then at Burkhardt, they take care of everything for you. Inspections, planning, permits, the whole process. Folks, there are multiple inspections. you got to deal with the planning and permit, everything else that goes on there. So, again, Burkhardt handles everything. You don't have to do anything at all. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, 24-7, 365 emergency service, as well as maintaining that generator for you year-round. Man, it's a win-win-win. If you're looking for a generator to increase your property value, give you peace of mind, again, whether it's your business or your home, call my friends at Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, doesn't matter where you live. If you're in the market for a generator, don't sign that contract with any other company. To at least have Burkhardt come out, give you a price, and see the knowledge, the knowledge and the attention to detail that they have. Not just, again, with air conditioning, heating systems, alcohol home, home treatment system, doing, again, your electrical work, but, again, with generators. And, uh, again, don't go a day without power anymore. Make sure you have a generator, a Generac generator, from Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, we take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation about Sean Payton. Uh, again, Mickey Loomis getting fleeced in this deal. And look, there's going to be a lot of Saints apologists out there. They're going to tell you that that's the best they could do. And I'm going to tell you right now, you could hold out till next year, okay? Denver was down to Sean Payton. Harbaugh wasn't coming. D'Amico Ryans wasn't, wasn't coming. So Payton was their guy. And Mickey Loomis had to know this. But yet, he comes up with a 2024 first-round pick, 29th overall, basically a high second-round pick. The, their, uh, Denver's 2024 second-round pick. And then, again, you lose the deal when you throw the sweetener in. To give a 2024 third-round pick back to Denver? Are you kidding me? Loomis got fleeced. The Saints got screwed. And if this is how they play poker, man, don't show up at a casino around here because you can get your money taken away. Uh, I just... Uh, I keep hearing he's such a great po- poker player. I keep hearing again that you know he was going to do what, what was best for the for the, for the franchise. Um, again, this is the deal that I would have thought they would have got next year, right? Because it's the 11th hour. He's becoming a free agent the following year, but ultimately, again, he gets the, this is the deal that the Saints came up with, knowing that Denver had no other options. They were going to go with another offensive coordinator off another team. They do not stand up to the to the credentials of Sean Payton. Here the end. There was nobody on the market that had the credentials of Sean Payton. No one. No one. And Loomis got fleeced. One more time, Loomis got fleeced. The problem is, he's got a job for life. Nobody's firing Mickey Loomis. I talked about this when they were, they were talking about that they were going to take a look and evaluate everyone and then part of the organization. And what did the question I asked? Who's evaluating Mickey Loomis? Absolutely no one. Therein lies the problem, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation about Sean Payton. Also, man, I tell you what, the crew de vous, uh got screwed. Uh, the lower lower quarter, the Decatur uh, Frenchman ca- ca- corridor, got screwed uh, by Cantrell. 
Uh, and, again, it's mind-blowing. Why the city would curtail a parade route through a district, which, again, brings so much revenue to the city, uh, hurting not just, again, those businesses, but also hurting the city in terms of the, t- of the, call for the tax coffers, it is mind-blowing. We'll also talk about that next. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Delays are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City connection with backup steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also, the golf delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard. To Avondale. Also, in the meantime, the Gava delays solid 10 eastbound right at Williams, and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your backups are steady from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side of the 610, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. 51 years of taking care of New Orleanians' cars. Uh, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. And I'm talking about the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Again, a tire that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. Uh, well, again, tires and wheels up to 30 inches. And, of course, financing is available. Don't forget, again, the largest selection of rims also uh, available in the city. You, you're looking, again, uh, you know, uh, uh, get some rims for that vehicle. Man, they got you covered there. Then again, you're talking about ASC certified technicians uh, using the same diagnostic equipment, pardon me, uh, that you get at the dealership. And, and folks, I'm telling you, guys that have been around uh, with, with Southern Tire in some cases for decades, uh, it's truly a family-owned and operated business. Uh, Tony Sr. started the business in 1972 with his wife, uh, his son, Tony Jr., again, his, his daughter, Jen, all working daily at Southern Tire. And, of course, they'll take care of you. Again, whether, again, your vehicle is having issues or, again, you need a new set of tires or a new set of rims. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558, or you go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. I bring my vehicle to Southern Tire. I trust Tony Piazza and the folks at Southern Tire when it comes to tires, wheels, getting my, getting my, um, uh, my car serviced, I bring it to Southern Tire. 51 years of taking care of New Orleans vehicles. You can trust Southern Tire as well. Hickory and Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. 
contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Signed New Orleans, Eric Asher with you, spitting the truth every single day, four to six. Guys are having a good day, and despite, again, the Saints getting fleeced in the Denver um, uh, Saints deal for Sean Payton. You know, I'm going to be honest, my phone has been blowing up all afternoon long. I have not gotten one um, uh, comment from a, a listener, from a Saints fan, on either my social media platforms or those that, again, that have my private information uh, that can either text me or email me about this trade. No, no, no one thinks the Saints won this trade. And let me tell you something. There's going to be some mouthpieces out there now. Again, Saints mouthpieces that are going to be out there in unison saying it's the best the Saints could do. Uh, again, I will make the case that, again, uh, that, they should have, that, that, again, they should have held their cards right to the end. And if that meant that, again, Peyton sat out another year, then Peyton sat out another year. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, again, Denver wanted him. He went to Houston. Uh, they wanted Harbaugh. Harbaugh's going to stay at Michigan. So now they were left with basically offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, again, off, off again, the teams, playoff teams in some cases, uh, guys that were unproven, that didn't have the credentials of Sean Payton that they would be interviewing. Do you think that the Denver Bronco fans would have been excited about, again, them leaving Sean Payton on, 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 on the uh, sidelines and then moving on with one of these other one of these other coaches, uh, you got to be kidding me, okay? There's no way in the world. And again, to give up, uh, to basically get a 2023 first round pick, which is 29th overall, which I said before is a glorified second round pick. It's a high second round pick, with the exception of the fifth year option you get with the first round pick. And then to get a 2024 second round pick, we don't know where that's going to be in terms of Denver second round picks. How good they'll be? Could be a high second round pick. Could be a low second-round pick, okay? And then they have to throw your third-round pick in 2024 uh, as, as a sweetener. Saints lost the deal. There was no reason to make this deal today. There was no reason for, for again, Mickey Loomis to not play poker and hold out and hold out and try to get the best deal possible. I'm interested to see, again, how much Peyton's going to be paid. 
But the Saints, to me, were, 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 in, in, the best, were in the best position. Yes, you could say maybe, again, Arizona didn't have the, the draft capital. It is what it is. As I said, next year, there is a possibility that both Los Angeles franchises will be looking for a coach, that Dallas, again, after 25 years of, again, of again just being uh, a non-factor, right, not getting to the Super Bowl with Jerry Jones, he is going to be impatient. He would probably play a, a, a stiff price for Sean Payton. And then, of course, the Chicago Bears, again, is also a team that, again, has thought that if uh, they don't get their act together next year, they'll be looking for a coach as well. All big markets, all markets, again, that were better than, than either Denver or Arizona. There was no reason to be able to get into this situation today and to give him away for, again, basically two second-round picks and you're giving back a third. I mean, you want to talk about getting fleeced. And this is a pattern, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pattern. So don't buy in to the talking heads or those out there that are apologists for the Saints. They're going to come out to you now and say, well, this is the best they could do with the market because Denver's back was against the wall, Okay. They were going to go with, a, with again, an a, a up-and-coming coach that didn't have the credentials of Sean Payton. Okay, and, and at the end of the day, they did not pay a premium for Sean Payton. I mean, it's, it's almost Cantrell-like. I mean, it really is almost Cantrell-like. Absolutely. Folks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, shift gears for a moment. Before I do, I want to tell you about, again, our, our brand-new sponsor, Acadian Custom Shutters. Not to be uh, confused with Acadian Windows or any other Acadian company. Um. Uh, just tell you right now, the owner, Monroe, second to none. Uh, locally owned and operated, they specialize in interior and exterior shutters, window coverings, as well as awnings and patio covers. Um, if you're looking for quality products, okay, quality American products, American-made, locally sourced, uh, excellent per, 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 uh, personal service, workmanship that is second to none, uh, at an affordable price, there's only one company to call. It's Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. Hey, you can also check them out at AcadianCustomShutters.com. Uh, that website is, is, is uh, under construction, so again, it's, it's going to be uh, even, even better than it is now. Uh, so, and they serve the entire metropolitan area, South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Folks, I'm telling you right now, um, you're talking about a wide selection of powder-coated aluminum products, colonial uh, uh, shutters, Bahama shutters with the operable louvers. I talked about, that's what I have on my home, okay? My wife and I got the best of both worlds. I wanted the Bahama shutters. She wanted the operable uh, louvers. Uh, it, again, it's, it has made our home look so much better, and again, plus, again, protected for the hurricane season. Hurricane roll-downs, accordion, uh, Lexan panels. Um, also, again, if you're looking for uh, window coverings, oh, man, look. What a selection they have. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies. Uh, again, they have window coverings that can fit your budget. Also, design services, free in-home in, in estimates. Uh, and, of course, you can actually bring your plans and your window schedule to the experts over at Acadian Custom Shutters, and they'll build your, they'll build your dream for you. But it doesn't stop there. They handle your outdoor living as well. You want to maximize and beautify your outdoor living space? Uh, how about motorized interior, exterior roller shades? Uh, also, again, um, other affordable options to uh, extend and enhance your outdoor living space. Uh, always, again, American-made and locally sourced quality products. Uh, again, um, also a design team that can help you design your dream area. Uh, if you're looking for a company you can trust with, again, shutters for your indoor or, or interior, exterior, maybe enhancing that, that uh, outdoor space, 
Don't go any further than Acadian Custom Shutters. 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. They have it all for you. They have it all for you at a, at a great price. As I've said before, again, uh, Monroe never overpromised. He overdelivered with, with, our, with, our, with our dealings with Acadian Custom Shutters. He'll do the same for you. That's Acadian Custom Shutters. Shutters, pardon me, 985 893-3119. And I am so excited about having them as a new sponsor. As excited as I was when they put the shutters on our home, uh, just a great company to deal with. You'll be glad you did. All right, let's let's talk a little bit about what what happened yesterday, which is, again, mind-blowing when you talk about the situation with Sean Payton. Uh, It's almost like, okay? It's almost Cantrell-like. And that is uh, the Crew de Vue, Frenchman and Decatur Businesses, uh, and the revelers that, that love the crew de vue all got cantrelled yesterday. And we know what that means, right? Huh. They got screwed. Look, Mardi Gras is big business for our economy, okay? That includes, the, again, this weekend in the French Quarter. But in, in a typical Cantrell fashion, she's tone deaf. You got Cantrell and the NOPD that are a little bit late to the game to be changing a parade route the week before the parade ro- it rolls. I mean, it makes no sense. Total lack of communication between Crew DeVue, the NOPD in the city. And make no mistake, when I say NOPD in the city, that means Cantrell. Remember, she made it quite clear on Face the Nation that she runs the NOPD. Everyone in the nation knows she runs the NOPD. The crew claimed they reached out to the NOPD in December and heard nothing from them for weeks, which means, again, Cantrell, who's making the final decision, was, again, doing her part-time bit as mayor. Um. You look at the situation right now. Crudevu wanted to parade down Frenchman and Decatur, which is part of their original route, with, again, parades going back to their original routes. But, again, was forced to choose between the interior of the quarter or that Frenchman-Decatur corridor. The crew called it boneheaded. That's an understatement, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the problem. When do, you're doing this a week before the parade, businesses have already ordered stock. Okay, all right. They've 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 they've, they've stocked up on beer. They stocked up on wine. They stocked up on liquor, food, etc. Again, they've they've already sold tickets to events. They've added staff for the biggest day of their year, right? Why would the city? Why would Latoya Cantrell exclude the entertainment area of the, the Frenchman Corridor, Frenchman Corridor, and, the, and again that Decatur Corridor, that up until COVID nineteen restrictions and her revolving door parade routes was part of the original parade route for Crew de Vue? Makes no sense. And then I don't want to hear about this claim of not having enough police. That's, that's weak. That's weak. There is now a list of 250 post-certified police officers that will be here next week for Mardi Gras, okay, starting with the parades. How many more officers would it have taken to include this excluded entertainment district? Seriously, okay? Let's look at this and just base it on the tax revenue. The tax revenue as, re- as well as the economic ramifications of the loss of revenue for these businesses uh, that are being affected. Should have been motivation enough to go back to the original route for Crew de Vue. And also those smaller crews that have had to deal with the same dog and pony show when it comes to their traditional parade routes this year. I mean, every one of these small crews have had to deal with, again, the NOPD and Cantrell trying to be able to, to end thwart their, or, or, again, shorten their routes. Ladies and gentlemen, it goes back to attention to detail by Cantrell and her administration, okay? We're at the 11th hour, okay? And... Again, she's still hiring additional officers to allow crews to go back to their original routes. 
Mardi Gras is a year-round situation. We plan in my lifetime, okay? We have always planned year-round for Mardi Gras. It's not something you do a couple months before. It's not something you do a couple weeks before. You do this year-round. So, again, you're ready to go. With the economic impact of Mardi Gras, what it means to this city, uh, again, logistically how to get it off the ground, that's, you don't do this in a week. This is not, again, last-minute studying for, uh, for a paper or, again, a test. So, once again, it's the hospitality industry, the backbone of the city's economy, that's going to take the hit. Because Cantrell is a part-time man with no vision and no sense of urgency. For the bars and restaurants that just lost their biggest day of the year, Cantrell has no empathy. How can you have no empathy? As this story unfolded yesterday, I, I really started wondering, you know, why would she do this? I mean, all the people that are going to get the extra, extra work, they're going to be able to get, make more money. They're, they're banking on this. The clubs and the restaurants that, again, that this is the biggest day of their year in terms of, again, making it through, again, the slow summer months. I mean, so why, why would you do this? And then I wondered, I said, maybe it's because Cantrell is going to be the focus of all the lampooning that the irreverent Cruel de Vue parade is known for, right? It's one of the reasons why, again, they get, they get the shaft less than a week and then before they roll. For, but again, would the mayor really be that petty? Would she really be that petty? Would she? Nah, I kind of think she would be. One more thing before we get, before we get back to, to Sean Payton about the delusional world of Cantrell and, and, the, and the world she lives in. Do you, did you see the news last night? Did you see her have the nerve to give a speech at a ribbon cutting at, in, in the Littlewood subdivision yesterday for Katrina repairs, saying New Orleans is an example of, again, how the rest of the country should reinvest in infrastructure. Is she for real? Is she for real? She is. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Take a look at the infrastructure around the city of New Orleans right now, okay? Take a look at the city's bank account, which has 50% of the Katrina money that has been unspent on infrastructure. Now, not all that falls on her shoulders, but a lot of it does. Remember, she's been part of city government for over a decade. The things that come out of her mouth are absolutely amazing. There is no sane person that believes anything that she's saying when your eyes are telling you different. She had the gall to stand up and talk about New Orleans being the leader in rebuilding infrastructure in the nation. We got the money because of Katrina. We got the money because of the American Rescue Plan, and we still can't get it done. Step outside your door and figure it out. Just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Again, even after hours, if you need help, Burkhardt's there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, a Burkhardt employee answering the telephone, and then, again, dispatching a Burkhardt truck with a NATE-certified technician out to your home to get you up and running with the AC system, heating system, the generators down. You need help, they're there for you. It's a company that you can trust. It's a company I've trusted over 30 years. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, ac promise.com. All right, for those of you that are just tuning in, maybe just getting in your car, maybe you don't have the alerts on your phone, uh, the Saints got fleeced today. Uh, absolutely amazing, but yet maybe, again, when you really think about it, you look at the history of Mickey Loomis as a general manager of the New Orleans Saints. Again, that's pre-Payton. That is, again, after, after Mick, uh, uh, Randy Mueller got fired, uh, until, again, Sean Payton was hired. And then, of course, since Sean Payton has, been, has, has, uh, has left the Saints voluntarily, uh, he's gotten fleeced on every single deal, and this is no different. Saints get a 2024, I'm sorry, 2023 first-round pick, uh, the 29th overall this year. They get Denver's 2024 second-round pick, and the Saints had to send a 2024 third-round pick as a sweetener to make the deal work. Absolutely amazing. 
Uh, there was no reason for, the, for them to make this deal today. Uh, there was no reason for them to make this deal at all this year. And I know that a lot of people are saying, well, they may lose, they'll lose out on, on draft picks if ultimately they don't make the deal. This is what I would have envisioned for next year, not for this year. Okay, this is what I would have envisioned that you got to the 11th hour. There was maybe one or two teams that still wanted Sean Payton. And you knew that in the following year he was going to be a free agent and you had to make the deal. You still had a year to make this deal. And I would have played hardball, especially after, again, you knew that Denver was salivating over Ryan's who ended up with Houston. Uh, Again, that they wanted hardball and then hardball wants to stay in in, in, in Michigan. Uh, and, and at that point, they were dealing with unknown offensive defensive coordinators that they were going to interview. There was no one on the market with the stature, with again, with 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 the um, with, with the with the the record uh, of Sean Payton. Sean Payton uh, was was the, the the best coach on the market. Maybe the asking price scared some people off, but at that point, you stick to your guns. Two number ones, two number twos, and that's where you start. You don't end up with, a the, again, the 29th pick, which is a glorified high second-round pick in this draft, a 2024 second-round pick, and then you have to send Denver your third-round pick in 2024. As I mentioned in the first hour, if Denver has a really good year next year, which could happen with Peyton as, as, as their uh, offensive coordinator and also head coach, that 2024 second-round pick – could be a high, could be a, a a low second round pick, and the Saints under Allen maybe again stubbing their toe like they did this year. They could that could be a high third round pick you're sending back. Literally could be ten spots away from each other. I mean, just literally could be that. There was no reason to make that deal today. There was no reason to make this deal today. Again, especially with Denver's back against the wall. If they want to take one of these unknown offensive defensive coordinators, let them do it. You hang on. Peyton goes back to TV, and it is what it is. You, 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 you live to play another day. But you should not have been so desperate because you gave away your pick last year because you made such a bad deal in the Olave uh, 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 penning deal that you gave away all that. See, the kind of haul that you should have gotten for Sean Payton. What Philadelphia got from you for, again, for Olave and for penning, and, again, the, the, the extra picks you gave to Washington to move up as well. Just amazing to me. Amazing to me. And all this talk about Loomis being a great poker player, I ain't buying. And I definitely ain't buying all the mouthpieces out there that are come to his aid now and say it's the best he could do. We don't know it's the best he could do. And I surely am not giving up, uh, giving up a coach of his stature for, again, a pittance is what he got. Especially, again, when you, when you hold his rights for another year. And if you get this next year, you know, I can live with it. But I ain't living with it this year. Loomis, once again, gets fleeced. He lost... Uh, again, Ryan Nielsen, one of the top coaches in the NFL last week to, a, to, a, to, again, division rival Atlanta. He got fleeced by the Philadelphia Eagles for the penning uh, Olave deal, and he got fleeced by the Philadelphia Eagles for the C.J. Gardner deal. My gosh. I told you, folks. I warned you. I warned you. Peyton had total control of this, of this franchise uh, when he, by the way, after he got to the NFC Championship in his first year. And that's why we saw this meteoric rise of this franchise. Now you got Loomis, the same guy, again, that took this franchise after, after Randy Mueller was fired into mediocrity. Prepare yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the age of mediocrity. Saint style. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-0433 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-279-0433. That's 800-279-0433. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-0433. Again, 800-279-0433. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Matty Hudak uh, for joining us on the program. Uh, also, Will Guillory of The Athletic. also want to thank you guys for listening. All the great spots that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the spot sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Take you right to their website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors right there. And, of course, welcome to our good friends over at Acadium Custom Shutters, uh, a new, our newest sponsor of the program. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Most of all, I want to thank you guys for tuning in the program. Thanks so much. Uh, the podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the show. Uh, and as always, again, we appreciate you guys listening to the podcast here on the airwaves or on our digital platforms. Let you know where our, our guest will be on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tomorrow. So, again, starting tomorrow at 4 o'clock, we'll have another round of Inside New Orleans. And, of course, uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog kick to the governor, that includes... That lion man, they all got to go. Bye.